everybody, whether you're the president of a company or the paperboy, everybody has the exact same amount of time. You and I both have 24 hours a day. No more, no less. The question is, what do you do with your time? Real quick, my friends, go get my new book. It's called The Power to Publish. And it's at the top of the page of zbooks.co at the link, my new book. And it's going to help you with all of your self-publishing needs. Okay, back to that podcast. Mary, how are you doing? I'm doing great. It's great to hear you from all of these years. Uh, you've been on my subscriber list for a while, and I know you took my seven-day challenge. But first of all, where are you right now? I'm in Washington State, United States. Cool. Is that near Seattle? Are you near Seattle? I'm on the other side of the state. Oh, okay. Okay. So, right. That's some really lush forests there, huh? Yeah. Well, no, over by Seattle, where I live, it's um, um, wheat fields. Oh, really? Okay. I've only been to, you know, Seattle and the West Coast there and a really beautiful state. So cool. So tell us about your book. Uh, once again, Tales of yes. Destiny. Yes. That's my first novel. Hmm. Um, it's set in modern times. Mm -hmm. So it's, it, goes through the story of this girl who um, she's always been told that magic is not real. Her mother enforced that in her, but she can see ogres and trolls and all kinds of things, but she just keeps having to say, it's not real. It's not real. And so then when she's just about to graduate from college, she meets a fairy and he doesn't look like a fairy while he meets, she meets him, but in her dreams, he looks like a fairy and she starts thinking she's going crazy and she goes to see a psychiatrist. <laughs> and then what? Oh, or, well, you don't have to give away your whole book. Okay. <laughs> no, that's fine. I'm looking at your cover right now. Really nice. Who did the cover of your book? Oh, I did the cover. Oh, cool. So are you, you're really, are you a graphic artist too? Um, I have Adobe InDesign and Photoshop uh -huh. and I just like playing around with them. So yeah, I, I do that. I like it. I mean, it, it looks professional. Um, so Adobe InDesign, is that the subscription now or can you actually buy it as a software? Um, I think I have the subscription. Ah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's a very nice cover. And um, so what genre or category in Amazon are you for this book? It's fantasy. It, it should appeal to young adults, but because the character is 21, she doesn't really count as young adult. Hmm. Okay. And um, let's back up a bit. I forgot to ask you the basic stuff. Like, what got you into writing? How long have you been writing and stuff like that? So in school, I always liked writing, especially when the teachers would let us write whatever we wanted. And I always wrote, wrote fantasy because mm -hmm. fantasy really, that's, that's all I love. Um, but I didn't really start writing until 2009 when I went to a website and it had prompt writing prompts. Mm -hmm. And the, the one idea that caught my attention was to write about birth. Mm -hmm. it, the key phrase was any birth. So that made me think, what would it be like for a fairy to be born? And so then I started writing and mm -hmm. uh, I wrote, I wrote two novels in four weeks. And then I wrote the next two novels in another um, three months. So I wrote four novels in four months. How many words? Oh, 500,000 words. Holy cow. How did you do that in four months? I ignored my family. <laughs> I know that one. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But this, we're talking about you right now. So you ignored your family, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's uh, focus, 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 huh? Yeah. And I still never got around to having the fairy giving birth. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I do have two more novels um, to go in the series, and I just, I'm on, on the prequel right now, and I have okay. a few chapters written in the last book. Okay, and so this book here, once again, Tales of Destiny, which book is that? 
in the series? That's book one. Okay, perfect, perfect. And um, so uh, you write in this genre, and you also took uh, my course, the Seven Day Challenge. What what helped you the most there? Um, I liked it. Um, I used Readsy. That mm -hmm. was really easy to format my book. I just collected a whole bunch of poetry that I have relating to my novel. Okay. It's poetry from the perspective of one of the characters. Mm -hmm. And so I just um, took all his stories and poems and put them in a little book and called it Papers, Pages, and Poetry. Yeah, I saw that one too. Cool. So, okay, let's get back to your book then. Once again, Tales of Destiny. And like I said, the cover's looking really cool. I, I really like it because when I look in uh, Amazon and I see this little fairy floating around the feet, uh, yeah, that's, that's like an eye catcher. That looks really cool. And um, so, you know, I've, I've been also um, interviewing other people and, and doing a lot of things. And I think one of the biggest quick wins we can all do, I mean, I've seen this everywhere, fiction, nonfiction, doesn't matter, but we can always improve our copy. So I'm, I'm looking at your description page right now. And mm -hmm. um, I like what you did very well was you, you broke it up into four, you know, paragraphs, four easy to read paragraphs. So that's really um, very important. Uh, but I, one sentence just came out to me. And I think it should be at the top. It's the one her mother taught her magic is not real. That sounds mm -hmm. like, like such a nice hook. Personally, I would put that at the top. So I'm not a professional copywriter, but as a third party now looking at your stuff, at your description page in Amazon, these things really pop out. And um, so, so I would put that at the top. And then also, what, uh, what, what sets you apart from a lot of the fiction authors, especially in this genre, is to use just a little bit of bold, you know, like um, just a bold sentence. And uh, if you know uh, my buddy Dave Chesson at Kindlepreneur, he has a free tool to format your description. And if so, do you know how to bold the, the sentences in your description there? Um. I don't know if there's a different way to do it at Kindle or not. I haven't tried. Oh, okay. Well, then I will resend one of the very first mails that people get from me when they join my list. It's about descriptions because it's the quickest and easy. It's the most effective quick win out there is just to, to improve your in, uh, descriptions in Amazon. And I, I show you how to make bold and all of that stuff. But it's actually easier when you just go to the Kindlepreneur tool uh, description generator tool and uh -huh. I will put that in the show notes and the link and stuff and so what you need to do is you need to use some bold and it works really well because what what happens when you don't have bold and you have a bunch of uh, you know like a lot of people just put you really huge paragraphs the, the reader gets lost and and what bold does is it keeps them moving along so you need like maybe you need the one hook, her mother taught magic is not real at the very top, the very first hook, the first sentence, uh -huh. right? And then, yeah, that sounds good. yeah, okay. Then, and then exactly then, okay, your next paragraph is fine. And then, and then the next one. So the second paragraph, you need a bold hook there. And it doesn't have to be what you have now. You can change it. I'm just saying whatever it is you put there, put a, a bold hook. And uh -huh. uh, so... Ervin is a fairy prince on a quest. That that would actually work. I would bold that. And mm -hmm. and maybe the first top sentence. You know, you'll have to go to that tool in Kindlepreneur and play around with it and you'll see what I mean. And then yeah. so but just bolding that first one cuz it keeps them skipping. People scan now on internet. So you have to have something to scan to keeping them going along to the next paragraph. And then mm -hmm. so in your third paragraph I don't know. You could keep that or you can put the next bold sentence in your fourth paragraph. And you could just do it like it is right now. Meanwhile, Mordevain has been spying on Mara all of her life. You could bold that, you know. Uh, the point is, 
to play around with your description and try different things. And I really super duper highly recommend the book from Brian Meeks. And he's on my blog, uh, How to Do Amazon Ads Right. And we talk a lot about his book in there too. And there's a preview of his book there. And it really, really helps because then you learn Amazon ads and copywriting. It's like two books in one. And so, okay, anyway, so bold sentence three, that, that's actually, I would put that in paragraph four. And then right below paragraph four, you have to have another big, bold call to action, grab a copy today, or, you know, something it doesn't have to be that, but something that then tells them to go click that buy now button, you know, uh -huh. and, and you could, you could implement this right away. And, uh, and then that should help. And then I was thinking about the price. Have you already done a Kindle Select and the price countdowns or the free days and that stuff? No, I published through um, Ingram Spark. Okay. And so, so the price has to stay where it is for, oh. for the book. But the ebook, um, mm -hmm. you can get that one, I think, through Kindle if you can okay. get it. Yeah. Oh, so you published your paperback through Ingram Spark, and who did your ebook? Um, I did. Um, oh. oh, I did it through. I did it through Kindle. Right. Okay. So. Oh wait, no. I think Ingram Spark did that one too. Maybe ah, interesting. Interesting. So you took their publisher package, huh? That's yes. interesting. What is your experience with Ingram Spark? That's that's interesting. This was my first book through them. Oh, okay. And does it, uh, does it work well or what were the challenges? Um, yes, I, I've just followed their template. The only problem I have with my book is um, I got the, the print too small, so I mm -hmm. need to go back in and change mm -hmm. it. Okay. I heard that you have to pay to be on Ingram Spark or to publish with them. Yes, you do. It's, it's a, mm -hmm. a set amount for each year or something like that. Okay. Okay. And why did you choose them over KDP print or create space? So I could get into um, like Barnes and Noble and, and ah, yeah, yeah. very Barnes smart. Noble. Very smart. You want to get on that New York times bestseller list, huh? <laughs> well, um, my local people told me it was the best thing to do. So well, I just decided um, to follow through. It's true. If you want to publish in certain stores, you got to go. You got to go through either a publisher or Ingram Spark, and then they have um, uh, what's it called? The umbrella company that owns them now. They they merged with another company. But yeah, so if you want to hit the New York Times uh, stores to try to hit the bestseller list, you got to go through Ingram Spark or a publisher. And um, right. another thing is if you, you could also sell your books through Amazon fulfilled by Amazon, and then you mm -hmm. also have to go through Ingram spark because they have to have a return policy. So when you want to move it up and scale up to wholesale and a, a, a lot more books, then you, okay, you're already in the right space. I think um. For beginners, though, it's kind of expensive, but th that's okay. You're 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 building for the future, right? Right, right. Because okay. this is a, a six book series. Ah, very good, very good. So, what you may think about then? This is advanced stuff, but since you're already on Ingram Spark, instead of going through Amazon Ads, you can go. You can make Amazon advertising through their fulfilled by. Amazon platform where the advertising tools and options are much better. So, but first I have to ask you, have you tried Amazon ads? No, not yet. Okay. So this is the trick. If you sign up as an author, they try to keep you on their author platform. So it's, it's, you know, why simple when you can have it complicated. Their, their advertising platform is, is basically three. They have Adver advertising for the big guns, the professionals, advertising for the fulfilled by Amazon people, and, and then advertising for authors. And once you sign up for one, it's very hard to access the other. They keep trying to keep you in the Kindle side of their advertising platform. So uh, this, is, this is a tip from our buddy, Mark Dawson. Have you heard of him? 
No. Okay, Mark Dawson is, is one of those authors that makes like $1,000 a day with Facebook ads. And he's uh -huh. the guy that made the Facebook ads for authors course, like the first and best one. And uh, so when you advertise your book through Kindle, yeah, it's uh, AMS. It used to be called AMS, Amazon Marketing Services. You can mm -hmm. access all sorts of stores all over the world, but you 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 only have so many advertising tools. If you start a fulfilled by Amazon account, so for example, you have Ingram Spark and you want to push your books to Amazon like that and sell them like that, then you sign up for their full. I'm not even sure what it's called. You sign up for their advanced advertising platform. And that's something for you to think about in the future. Re easier, much easier right now is to just to sign up for the book publishing <laughs> advertising platform and then try Amazon ads. And I highly recommend that. So what you can do is there's a fully automatic version. And I have a video of this on my Facebook page. So that's another link I'll have to put in the notes huh. for you and on, then on the blog later. And what you do is you just run a fully automatic Amazon ad. It's so easy. You go, once you apply and get the Amazon advertising dashboard, you just go and you click on your book and then you run an ad and then where, where it says manual or automatic, then you just put automatic and you don't even have to write anything. It takes all of the copy from your book. So that's another reason to get this copy here in your description, just right, you know? Right, right. Yeah. And then the cool thing is you let that run and sometimes you get lucky and that thing just starts making money right away. And if it doesn't, then you say, you know, what's your cap? $5, $10, $20? You know, I, I would say after $10, you stop it if, in the, if there's no sales for sure. But then, then you go to your advertising dashboard and there's this tab called advertising information and you can download all of the keywords that the people searched for and found your book. And this is really, really gold advice. You can see what people actually looked for. You can see what Amazon used because nobody knows better than Amazon what book, what words are good for your book. Mm -hmm. so, so you take all of these words that Amazon used for your book, these keywords, and then you also look at the searches that the people used to find your book. Then you benchmark them. You know, you put them in a file and then you update the keywords in your keyword field in your Amazon, in your KDP publishing platform. You know, when you're publishing your ebook where you have to input the keywords? Right. So you yes. update those. And since I'm, I'm guessing your book doesn't have that many sales right now. So no, not yet. Okay. So usually there's a golden rule. Don't change too much at once. But since, so we would say just cho change one keyword at a time, but since your book is, is new and not selling that great or whatever, you could, you could cho change like two or three keywords after you get the, the data from Amazon and you put mm -hmm. those in your, those, those seven spaces where you can choose your keywords. Then another thing I see that will really help is you have Tales of Destiny, is that the subtitle? Yes, it is. Okay, so what you can do right away is make a series. Even though it's you don't have it done yet, do you? you you're, this is the first book and the other books are coming, right? Yeah, one more will be um, available this fall. Yeah, but you see, that's cool, but it doesn't matter because you can put the series in your book right now. And right. so then... Again, after you got all of those delicious keywords from Amazon after running an ad for whatever, two weeks or $10, uh, then you can put, you, you, they can help you think of a good series name. And you put all of these high profitable or high traffic keywords in your series that you normally would not put in your title. So you make a series title with really good keywords that you won from the Amazon information. 
uh-huh. then of course, of, of course, there are the tools like KDP Rocket, which are just unreplaceable. They're, they're the best. You, you can use that and get the keywords right away without running an ad. Uh, you know, do, do you have any tools like KD Spy or KDP Rocket? No, I haven't used any of those. Okay. Well, before you buy a tool like that, you could try running an Amazon ad. I tell you though, since, you know, you're a serious author, uh, it's worth it. The tool is only, I think it's $69 right now. And it's totally uh-huh. worth it because it's software. It's not a subscription. So you have it forever. And uh, Dave Chesson is always updating it. He just updated it for print books too. So what most people don't know is, you know, the KDP books, the, the Kindle books, and the print books are two different worlds. It's almost like two different stores, you know. They yeah. they, they have different categories and different keywords, and uh, it, it's just, yeah, it's two different worlds. So you have to optimize for both, you know. So really, KDP Rocket, I can't recommend it more. Uh, it goes, it has access, they, they, they access the back end of Amazon, and they get all those keywords for you before you run the ad. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. So, so we're getting a little advanced now. I, I don't want to go too deep down that rabbit hole, but <laughs> so. Yeah, I'll have to listen a couple of times to remember everything. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's going up on the blog this yeah, Thursday. Okay. So that's what I super duper recommend is update before you run the fully automatic Amazon ad update your description, like I showed you in the Google slide that I sent you. And right. then, and then start um, in, well, you, you have to get your Amazon advertising account first. Okay, so go get that. It's much easier for authors. Uh, if you can do it though, you could try to get the advanced dashboard that's only available to fulfilled by Amazon people. So if not, well, don't- fulfilled by Amazon because my husband wants to sell stuff. Ah, there you go. So I don't know if we should combine my books with his or not. Well, you can have an Amazon advertising dashboard and advertise other people's books. I don't have to advertise. No. So the point is, um, there's another way. Uh, When you do t-shirts, it's called merch by Amazon. This is also kind of like the fastest way to access their advanced uh, dashboard. But it, it's, I'm in Europe, so it's invitation only right now. I don't know if you can just access it right away. So like I said, it's, it's, you know, it's not set in stone. You can always change things later. You could, if it's easier to just do the, the um, book dashboard right now, that's definitely the easiest way to start. Okay. Uh, right and then let your husband do the fulfilled by Amazon dashboard. And then that, that would be really cool, but that's really advanced stuff. So you don't need all that stuff. And it, it, it takes a lot of setup and and there's a lot to learn. And that's what the amazing thing is about the, the book dashboard for Kindle books. Uh, You can go right now without having any advertising done. You go to your Kindle uh, dashboard where it says bookshelf, you know, your bookshelf in Kindle. Uh-huh. the publishing thing and then you can click on a book and there's a there's a link that says advertise so then it will bring you straight to the advertising platform and then you can sign up and then maybe even start advertising today and then you can run that fully automated ad so that's really the easiest way you Very go to, cool. yeah you go to promotions you know how you you hover over your book in the kindle bookshelf and then it says promote this book you go on that, mm-hmm. and then that goes to those Kindle countdown days or paid advertising. So you have to look for the links, but they are there. Maybe I'll make a screenshot. Yeah. That would be nice. Yeah, okay. So that was enough geeking out, huh? <laughs> yeah. Do you have any questions? Um, no, that was all good information. I'm just going to have to go through it step by step. Yeah. Okay. So just the the global view is update your description uh, with that tool in Kindlepreneur and then go run a fully automatic ad. Okay. And get, and then use the information to make a really cool series title right now, right away when you're done with the ad and update your keywords in the keyword field. Okay. So moving along, huh? (laughs) Once again, Tales of Destiny. I like it. I like it. And when you're done with all of that, 
let me know because then I can do one of those free promotions with the Katie Roy tool. But then you have to drop the ebook price down to 99 cents or free. Can you do that? Well, it's free for Kindle Unlimited. Uh, yeah, right. So you have your ebook in Kindle Unlimited or Kindle Select. Yeah, it's unlimited. Uh, okay, but Kindle Select is where you have not published your book anywhere else. The ebook, not the, the print book is okay, but the ebook, if you if it's on iTunes or Barnes and Noble, then you're not Kindle Select. You understand? Yeah, I'm not in Kindle Select. Ah, uh, okay. So uh, you okay, anyway, you need to drop your price to ninety-nine cents. Uh, if you want me to do the Katie Roy promotion that promotes to like 30 different websites. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, so you can think about a price drop and especially when you're running the ads, you might want to drop the price. Even sometimes you might want to raise the price to, but I would, I wouldn't raise the price until you see how well it does by a lower price with the ads, you know? You can really mm -hmm. play with the price a lot. That's the fun part of self-publishing. It's your book. You control the price, you know? Right. So because the other ones are published through Ingram Spark, right. so then can I do a new ebook directly through Amazon so it'll have different ISBN numbers, and then that one I could make at 99 cents. Well, can't you just make this ebook 99 cents? I don't think so. I think it comes at a set set price, but I can look at Ingram Ingram Spark yeah, and see what. That would be really interesting, and then get back with me on that because that would be uh, well, that would be a negative point for me if I can't control my ebook price because I published my paperback through Ingram. That would kind of be a no go for me. But okay, that's me. You know, yeah, I don't. I'll, I'll look at that. I'll yeah. do some research. Yeah, because, you know, when you're doing these promotions, it's it's very, very recommended to drop your price, you know. And then later on, when you get good at advertising, then you can raise the price to $9. You know, that's that's what's so cool about ebooks and self-publishing is you're in complete control, you know. Anyway, mm -hmm. um, okay, so what else could we do with your book? There was that, and then... Have you started an email list? Do you have signups in uh, buttons in the book and stuff like that? Um, no, I don't have any any links in my eBooks at all. <gasps> oh my! Oh my! Oh my! I do have a website page that has has a sign up on the website. What what kind of page? Uh, on my website, yeah, I have a, a sign up page where they can be notified when I publish things and things like that. Okay, so that's cool. But one of the things that you can also do, which is very effective, which you can do right away, is I'm, I'm looking at the look inside part of your book. And let me see. Let me see here. It goes to the Kindle book. And let's see. So I'm looking at the inside of your book and what's really effective is that you have, okay, I already come to the first chapter of your book. So that's really good because then I can get involved in your book, you know, and, and read your story and, and then, yeah, hopefully get hooked and then buy your book, right? So right. what you can also do is in in the beginning of your book and the end of your book, you put one of those sign-up links, you know, get the next book in the series for free or just get on my list. What, what You know, you have to think of something good that, you know, so uh, get, you know, the next books discounted or get on my wait list for the much awaited next book in the series, stuff like that. You know, you, you have to uh -huh. go, you know, and a lot of people think that's, um, spammy or something but in the beginning when you're building up your readership i highly recommend it to put it in the very front of your book so that people see it when they go to the look inside feature in amazon right because you need all the readers you can get right now and later on you know if you're you, you know you're getting a good read through and you know good subscriptions and all that then you could put like the link in the very back of your book again 
you know, because mm-hmm. it's, it's not set in stone, you're flexible, right? You can change yeah. it later. So I would definitely put uh, some kind of enticing, you know, uh, f- I don't know, freebie or sign up thing, something to get them on your email list uh, in the very beginning. So right before that chapter. So it comes after the, what do you call it? The dedication page and then before your first chapter. And you can also control how they see, you know, what they see in this preview. So sometimes people will put a table of contents and what happens is that pushes everything out of the preview. Maybe you want that, maybe you don't. Okay, you have to figure out how much they want to read of your story, you know, but I'm looking right now and you definitely have room for a nice enticing sign-up bribe, you know, some kind of ethical bribe, you know, get on my list and get the next book for free or whatever, you know. Yeah, I can I can offer them uh, free short stories. Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, and and also with a graphic, uh, it's not mandatory, but it you know it's a good idea. So that's one thing you can do too. It requires you to you know update your book and then re-upload it. But um, definitely, definitely focus on your subscriber list, right? Right. Okay. Do you have a lot of subscribers right now? No, I don't. I only had, I think, hmm. just a couple, just a couple. Okay. So um, another thing you could do is, now a lot of people don't like doing this, is making their book permanently free, which means going wide and putting it on iTunes and Google Play. I'm talking about your ebook, not your print book. Your right. Google Play, iTunes, and maybe Barnes & Noble. And in Google Play and... Um, for example, draft to digital, you can you can set the price at zero and then it stays at zero. And then you tell Amazon to price match your book and then your book is permanently free. And then it goes to another category in Amazon, right? Uh-huh. And then you will get downloads. And that's why you have that subscription form in the front of your book. And so uh, a very successful author, his name is Derek Murphy. He does this for all of his books until they get like 20 reviews. And then he switches it back to paid again, you know? Uh-huh. So he builds up momentum with the, the, it's actually not permanently free, but we call it permanently free because it's, it's free until you, you change it. And right. so he builds up momentum with the permanently free model and then, if the book does well, and he does some marketing too, you know, some promotions. But um, it, the, the point is, it, the book goes to a totally different section of Amazon, and people will download it. If you're, once your book's permanently free in that free section, it's a free tab. When you're looking in Amazon, uh, you have to look for the tabs, you know, you might overlook it, but then it says top 20 or the, the top books in this category. And then it says the top free books. It's a tab and you just click on it and then boom, you're in a total different section of Amazon and your book will get downloaded and you, and then you, you know, you might get more feedback that way. And uh, so a lot of people don't like making their book permanently free, but it's, it's a good strategy. And um, Derek Murphy, he's professional. He lives off of his books, full-time author. And he does with this with almost all of his books, mermaid books and others. So it's, uh-huh. a, it's a strategy to think about. Yeah. I was, I was going to do that as soon as I had the other one published, but I suppose I could do it a couple months before I publish. Yeah. So the, the thing you got to watch out for though, is that uh, if you're in KD select, you, you can't be, you can't do it in KD select, right? Because then your book, your ebook is only allowed on Amazon and you're only allowed to publish 10% of it on, on your blog, for example, a preview. So you can't do this permanently free model. If it's Katie select, then you can only do the five free days through Katie select. Right. Uh So, so that's the big difference. That's why this, there's always, people are always saying, Oh, should I go select, you know, Amazon only with the ebook or should I go wide with the others? Because when you, when you set it permanently free, you go into that other section of Amazon and you will definitely get downloads, probably a lot, but I, I, I don't know for sure. You know, every genre is different. And, um, and so that's why it's a big question. You can do both, but it takes time because Katie Select is a three-month period, right? And right. if you're going to make your book permanently free, then 
and you want to go back to KD Select, then you have to make sure that you only publish your book, for example, on Google Play or iTunes, just one, because mm -hmm. you have to then put the price back up on that other platform or de-publish it, unpublish it, and it takes a while for them to delete it from all of their stores. Right, so, right. Yeah, so, so you can get in trouble by, by going, putting your book back in KD Select, and then Amazon does a search and they see, hey, your book is still on that other store. And then they bump you out of KD Select and maybe even get mad at you. you know? So, <laughs> so it's, this is the problem with these two strategies. You're not very flexible. You got to do one or the other, KD Select, and then you can only do five free days or a Kindle countdown. Or you do permanently free and go to that other section of the store and get you know, probably a bunch of downloads and some feedback from your readers straight away. You know, and uh, that's my favorite. That's my favorite strategy, actually. That's why I teach that in the seven day challenge too. how to make your book permanently free. And uh, it works. I actually get sales. Uh, uh, my one free book leads to the paid book and I get sales and reviews. So another thing you could do, because that's a lot that's, you know, is complicated. Maybe you could make another book permanently free, but then links to this one. Right. I do have some free books, but they don't have links in them. So I need oh, to make Oh, you got to link it up. You got to link it up. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. I don't have links in any of my books, I don't think. Cool. Okay. So that's that's um, a lot of homework then because <laughs> it's just a simple link, but, you know, reformatting, re-uploading, it's a pain, huh? Yeah. I just have to remember how to make the links. I, I learned once and then I, I mm -hmm. haven't done it for a while. Okay, so super simple way is, uh, you know, um, what what um, email service are you using? I use um, Google. Okay, and you have a website? Yes. So you, you put a link to that sign-up form on your website. Mm -hmm. And then... It's better if it's specific for each book. So if you you have this one permanently free book to link to this, once again, Tales of Destiny, it's better, of course, if it's all meant for each other. So you have the one permanently free book and then that seamlessly moves them into this book. And then you have a dedicated sign-up form for this, once again, Tales of Destiny book, you know? So that's, right. yeah, so... Okay. Okay. So let's get some more questions now. What, um, who's your favorite author? Um, well, I like Brandon Sanderson, Orson Scott Card. Oh yeah. But, um, my really favorite is Michael Moorcock. Hmm. What did he write? Elric of Melnebonet. Oh, okay. Elric sounds familiar, but I didn't, I didn't read it. So what's that about? Um, they're kind of like elves and he mm -hmm. goes on all of these kinds of adventures. He has, there's several books, you know, like 10 or 12 mm -hmm. books in the series. Mm -hmm. And uh, he actually kind of inspired one of the characters in my book. Ah. Kind of like so this has to do with that poetry forum you're in. Am I right? No, Elric. Yeah. No, Michael Moorcock is, is a, a famous uh, fantasy author from like the sixties, seventies. Mm-hmm. And, and so, so okay. I just read most of his books. Okay. So, uh, okay. I know, uh, but he, he inspired the one character in your book. Okay. Yes. Are you in any forums that have to do with this book? No. Okay. What about the poetry forum? Could you shuffle your followers from your poetry forum to your book or your website? or your Amazon uh, description page for your book even? Um, yeah, I can try. I haven't been writing poetry as, as often as I So I could become more active again and, and mm -hmm. try to get people to mm -hmm. pay attention to me. Yeah, one of the best ways uh, it's free is to find out, you know, fan fiction forums for your genre or your book and just start engaging people. And, um, you know, E.L. James of that uh, Shades of Grey, uh, she wrote her entire book in the forum first. And it was a spin-off from Twilight. Did you know that? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, I did. I heard about that. Yeah. So, and she got, I don't know how many thousands of fans in the forum first, and then she moved them to her website on her email list. And then mm -hmm. uh, she, then she closed, she shuttered the book in the forum and said, okay, it's on Amazon. Got to get it there now. And uh, yeah, well, then everybody knows the rest, right? So if you could yeah. get action in, um, get active in some forums, that would be really good. And the keyboards is always good. No matter what genre you're in, they've got a genre for you. The Writer's Cafe, for example, in the keyboards is really good. Are you familiar with the keyboards? Um, no, I have not heard the word keyboard before. Oh, my. Oh, my. <laughs> yeah. Well, let me tell you, the keyboards is the Kindle, the Kindle forum for all of Kindle. And it's huge. It's huge. So, uh, I mean, you can sell your books there. Uh, so you really need everybody. I mean, everybody that's listening, if you're an author on Amazon, you have to go to the keyboards. It's kind of like mandatory because you get to know other authors. You, you learn stuff. For, uh, for instance, um, Mark Dawson, he started publishing and helping people with Facebook ads before he made the course. He did that in uh, the keyboards. So there are some big guns in the keyboards. And so I can just Google keyboards? Yeah, or just write it, keyboards.com, K-B-O-A-R-D-S.com. All right. And, and you can get lost in there because there are so many. Uh, I think there's a room or forum for each genre, but definitely look at the Writer's Cafe and then the introductory tabs and there's like there's like uh, two or three you know introductory ones and then the writer's cafe where it's it's just like a grab bag and there's a lot of good stuff in there and uh yeah so i, I consider that mandatory for every author even if you're not publishing on amazon you can still go there and the thing is you can when you make your profile there it links up to your books so mm -hmm. so it's really 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 good and all of the Kindle greats are in there. Amanda Hawking and um, all the Kindle millionaires, they're in there too. You know? <laughs> well, that sounds good. I had not heard of that one, so that's good. Yes, you know, sometimes I forget these basic things because um, I've been doing it for a while and I don't go in the keyboards every day. But definitely, uh, definitely worth it. You can get help. You can promote your books. And uh, you can, for example, you can put your cover in there, although I don't think you need to, your cover is great, but maybe your other books, you know, you put your cover in there and you ask people, which one do you like better, A or B, you know, stuff like that. You can do a lot of stuff in there and uh, it, really good, really good. Mandatory for all Amazon authors. Yeah. Okay. My new favorite question is, which book or books have changed your life? Um, I don't think a book has changed my life. <laughs> so, no, that one I don't have an answer for. Okay. So, uh, what's next for you? Well, I'm publishing a book uh, in the next couple of weeks. It's an anthology of short stories. Ah. So, I will need help with the cover for that one. I could ask mm -hmm. help on that cover. Mm -hmm. Um. I publish a quarterly magazine, which I get writers from around the world with short stories and poetry. Uh -huh. and I publish that every three months. What's the name of it? What is the website? Yeah, it's the name of the magazine is called Intangience. Okay. And you're you the find publisher. Sorry. I'm the publisher. Cool. Sounds cool. Uh, tell us about that. So it's a magazine for many genres or yeah what whatever I, I usually give them a theme tell people the theme mm -hmm. of what I'm looking for 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 that month like for this next one it's going to be just about lazy summer anything mm -hmm. about summer and it's due out at the end of July aha uh -huh. and is there a website for this um yeah my same website intangent.net okay intangent.net I'm going to write that. Yeah. I'm going to look that up. <laughs> okay. And uh, what about this series? You're, you're developing your series for this book. Yeah. So I'm editing book two and I'm writing book five at the moment. Aha. Uh -huh. And uh, when is book two coming out? Um, I'm hoping to have it ready by November, uh, the middle of November. 
Okay, cool. Well, then uh, how many words are these books? They're all around 100,000 words. Oh, nice. So those are some nice, nice ones. I like that. Yeah. Nice, thick ones. Cool. What else is what else is on the horizon for you? Um, when I finish this entire series, I have um, I have a novel about a guy and a girl on a sailboat. Well, not on a sailboat. They go on a, a singles cruise and meet. So that's a romance. I've never written a romance. So that one's kind of fun. <laughs> cool. And I've never written mystery and I'm trying a mystery and, and it's about um, an evil spirit is like a virus through gets sent through the internet mm -hmm. and it infects people and, and makes people commit suicide. Wow. And then so this agent has to figure out why all these people are getting committing suicide. You have a lot of books on the table, huh? Yeah, I have, I have, at That's least. awesome. So I guess I don't need to ask you if you get writer's block, huh? Um, sometimes I just don't write, but I have, <laughs> I do have a million story ideas. Cool. And um, how many words do you write per day? Um, when I start writing, I probably write, you know, 6,000 a day. Wow. And then other times I don't write anything at all. So just depends. Okay. One of my other questions, my wild card question, if you could meet any person past, present or future and have dinner with them, who would it be? Hmm. I like Abraham Lincoln. Abraham. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and, and why him and not the, the, the others? Um, well, I like his, his, the way they present his tone. He, he was a slightly depressed person. Hmm. And so he's not like, not like a hyper wild person. He's very thoughtful and, and, and I consider him wise. And so I, I just think he's a very nice person. Cool. I like that. I'm trying to get to int intangent.net. How do you spell it? I N T A. N G I E in whoops. Maybe it's intangience. Let me look ah, it up here. Okay. <laughs> Let me type it in myself. Yeah, it's a I N T A N G I E N C E dot net. Okay, cool. And is this also the website where your sign up is for your book? Yes. Oh, okay, cool. Well, it, it really it's just to be on my newsletter to su subscribe to my newsletter. Okay. So So I do need to re rewrite it and probably put my book on the landing page cuz I don't Yeah, you need uh, you need some kind of uh sign up form that's blasting people and, you know, and jumping out at them or something, you know, whatever, whatever you want to do, you know, uh, one that's embedded or one of them pop-ups or something, but, um, you always have to have a sign up form and, uh, the higher, the better on the page, right above the fold, they call it. So yeah, a nice, it's a nice looking uh, page or, or website, but yeah, you, you, you got to have a, a sign up there. And once again, you have to have that ethical bribe up there, you know, come get my new book for free, you know, something like that, you know, and get them on yeah. your email list. Yeah. So I will be re re upgrading my, my mm -hmm. page. So I have a tip for you. Uh, you should not use Google for your email autoresponder software, etc. You should use either MailerLite for beginners or MailChimp. A lot of people like MailChimp. The thing is, um, uh, MailChimp is actually more expensive after you hit that threshold. So the, the nice thing about MailChimp, though, is they're free up to 2,000 subscribers. Uh -huh. And the other ones are all free up to 1,000, right? So th the thing is, though, once you get over 2,000 subscribers, MailChimp is a little bit more expensive than the others. So most people start with MailChimp. And uh, so I recommend MailerLite or MailChimp. And both of them, both of them have free landing pages. Uh, 
So it, it's part of their platform. So you make a landing page for your book and then you put that link in your in the front of your Kindle books on Amazon, right? Oh, okay. Or uh -huh. or you link to your website, okay? Either way, yeah? So, okay, all right then. That what was a lot else? of good information. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're going to have to summarize that <laughs> later. <laughs> so, okay, what else did you want to say? Um, I think I'm good. All right. So we, we got a lot of homework to do, huh? Yes, I do. Okay. And the book is, once again, Tales of Destiny. It's on Amazon right now. Yes, it is. And the website is intangience.net. Very nice website. Correct. And the author is Melanie K. Barr. Yes. Okay. And I go by Carrie. Okay, Carrie. Thanks. Thanks for the, the conversation. And I'm going to be checking up on you, see if you did your homework. And um, yeah. Uh, Let's do another one later when you're done with all of the uh, the updates and stuff. I want to see uh, how it went with your Amazon ads. If if they if you got any sales, sometimes you get a sale right away in the first dollar you spend. It's really exciting sometimes. So uh, do all that stuff I said and run that first Amazon ad, and then let's talk again. Okay, I'll let you know when I've got it all completed. All right, Carrie. Thanks again. It's been real. Thank you so much. Okay. Talk to you later. All right. Bye. Oh, don't go away. Don't go away. Okay, my friends. If you like that podcast, then remember to go to zbooks.co and go get all the materials to start your authoring career. We have a seven-day challenge every week, so there's no excuse to not finish your book. And remember, please go to iTunes and upload this podcast and Google Play. Okay, I look forward to seeing you at the top.